Hey everybody, producer Ryan here. Just wanted to give you a heads up. On January 7th, 2014, we're having our Put Your Hands Together one-year anniversary show. It's going to be an extra-long show. We're putting together a really, really stellar lineup, and we are going to be live-streaming the whole show on Laughster.com. Any money that we raise from the live stream is going to go straight to the L.A. Gay and Lesbian Center's Youth Center on Highland. It's a shelter for homeless youth and a really good cause. So save the date, January 7th, 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. East Coast. Uh, if you don't follow us on Facebook and Twitter already, do so because we're going to have some more details, including the lineup uh, coming real soon. Enjoy the show. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. What's up, everybody? Thanks for coming out to the UCB. Please shut off your cell phones and please put your hands together for your own. Yes, let's hear it for you. Thanks for coming out to put your hands together. Let's hear it for you. Is my fly zippered? It is. I always have this. I always feel like it's not. Um, this is what I'm wearing tonight. <laughs> I look amazing. I look like the best Catwoman, uh, <laughs> Haley Berry. Um, she was not the best Catwoman. That was a funny thing right there that I said. Hey, we got an awesome group of comics on the show tonight. They can hear you. Let's hear it for them. Great news for you, because you are here uh, watching this show, and then also it's being recorded as a podcast, as you know, which is wonderful. People are going to be able to listen to your hilarious laughter. Is your laughter going to be funny? Pretty sure it is. Uh, All over the country, but also we're taking a little break uh, for the rest of December, so you guys are our last December audience. In fact, you're our last audience of 2013, so the pressure is fucking on. Yeah, how was my year? You get to decide. You know what I mean? Did I get engaged? Yeah, I did. But it's more important that you are a good audience tonight. This is how I'm judging my 2013. Um, I'm, I'm, uh, what is this? I'm having a, well, I'm having a funny fucking week. I'm having a real weird week, uh, because I got a TV, which has a computer come out of it. It's been a while since I've owned a TV. Do you, does that make any sense what I just said now? <laughs> I haven't owned a TV in so long, and I mean, I don't, I don't say, like, I watch, I mean, I, I watch television uh, through uh, my, you know, t- d- tiny devices, smaller screens. I own smaller screens, but not one larger screen to rule them all that sits on a credenza. But now I do. My fiancé got us a TV, and I didn't, I was like, don't get us a TV. We don't need it. We're, what, what is it? Who are we? We don't need TVs. We're on TVs, I said. Um, sometimes I am on TV, but I've never seen myself on TV. So that's, I was like, I kind of, ver- like, there was a part of me that was like, oh, oh. Like, do you get what I'm saying there? Is that kind of cool in a way? Or it's like, oh, yeah, and no, I mean, like, other people can watch me on TV, but like, I don't own a TV, so I like, don't care that much. So I don't care. But, uh, but we got a TV and a dog. In like the last six months, we've gotten a TV and a dog. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I like New Girl. <laughs> Don't you know me? It is relatable. Her eyes are enormous. 
I just, I can't explain what happened. And I'm not, hey, this is not against that show. Like, actually, this is pro that show, but I don't usually watch uh, comedies at all. Like, I don't watch, I don't watch comedy movies um, or stand-up. When the rest of the show happens, I, I go in a sensory deprivation tank in the back uh, just so that I don't have to be angry at other comics who are achieving faster than I am. Just kidding. Uh, no, I support my fellow comics. Uh, I just, I watch so much comedy, I watch so much stand-up that it's like, it's not usually something that I want to do to relax. I usually want to watch punching. Um, and not like realistic punching where people trained, uh, like less Gina Carano like in an MMA uh, arena and more her in the movie Haywire. So... Just a couple people who know what I'm talking about. That's fine. Um, I like action and sci-fi movies. That's my jam. That's my. That's what I'm into. Uh, love it. Um, but we got a dog and a TV. Our TV is so. They're they're so big on there. They're so big and they're so clear. The last time I had a TV, the people were curved. Do you know what I mean? They came at you in the middle. I've never owned a flat screen. I've never owned a flat screen TV. Um, it's, you know, uh, I've never owned a TV where it can go to the internet. As you can tell. Because I just said, where it can go to the internet. <laughs> I don't even know the right word for it. But my fiance turned, like, set it up, and then I went, like, what? And then I, there's a button. Oh, our clicker has a button for Netflix. <laughs> I can't believe it. Um, but so I started watching New Girl, and then I watched all of it. <laughs> and now I'm watching, what is the show even called? Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23? <laughs> now I'm just watching that, because that's just what I'm, I'm like, oh, what's this? <laughs> Kristen Ritter, not his daughter, actually. Did you know that? I looked that up today. If you put in, is Kristen Ritter, John Ritter's daughter, the internet just goes, no. <laughs> How long has it been since you've owned a TV? I'm like, since Three's company was relevant. Um, I don't know why I thought she was. Because plastic surgery exists, you know what I mean? She could be anybody's daughter. I'm, just, I'm not saying she's had it, I'm just saying she could have had it. We, you know. <sighs> New Girl's good. It's good. I like it. Has anyone here watched that show? Yeah. All right. Don't be ashamed of yourselves. Look at you. You're at a hip alternative comedy show, and this cat woman is endorsing New Girl. So get behind it. I like it. I think uh, I love Schmidt, and uh, he is great. You know, he's a good actor. And uh, Zoe Deschanel, I've seen her wear that jacket in my neighborhood, so... There's a jacket in the show, and I've seen her wear that jacket in my so it's like kind of a... That's why I don't own a TV, because it's like, oh, I don't own a TV because I just watch her wear a jacket in my neighborhood. It's like not that big of a deal. I'm just like on the TV, so I don't own a TV because she wears a jacket. <laughs> but, um... Mm, I am actually on TV right now. Currently, uh, in, in the, on the East Coast. Um... And this is not like a, this is my job, so it's not like a, this is, this is just, that's work, so it's okay. I, does that seem braggy? I feel weird saying that. But I am. I'm on Chelsea Lately right now, and uh, she, yep, yeah, cool. I'm on Chelsea Lately right now, as we're here. Um, and she called me Carmen today on the show, which 
is the bane of my existence. Not because Chelsea Handler is calling me Carmen. She's got a fucking... She's got... How does that woman even have pants on her body? Like, just because... When you get to that point, like, she's been running that show for a while, and just books are flying out of her, and she's just, like, saying, yes, that's a sitcom, yes, that's a... Like, she's got a lot going on. I don't really expect her to know uh, whether or not it's Diaz or Electra. Um, <laughs> but it is, uh, it is Cameron, and uh, the fact that people think my name is Carmen, which is 50% of people think my name is Carmen, and it happens... Either right after they've met, they're meeting me, or like when they're saying something really nice to me, like, oh, amazing set, Carmen. I'm really good friends with your everybody that you know. And I always go like, oh, I'm not that kind of friends because you don't know my name. But um, it's because my last name is Esposito. People think I'm like ethnic in a way that I'm not. I'm Italian. Uh, yeah. Go Italians. Is that a thing? <laughs> Va bene. Okay. I was never allowed to wear green on St. Patrick's Day because St. Joseph's Day is two days later and you gotta wear red for that and that's the, ha- that's the house I grew up in. Esposito, yes! But people think it's... People think it's... Espo, es, espos, I can't even do it. But it's not that. Um, and uh, in conclusion, um, I have a dehydrated bull penis in my briefcase backstage. Why? Wouldn't you like to know? What if I just draw? What? Good night. <laughs> and that was the show. I just told other comics, "Go home," because somebody asked why, and I was going to tell them, but that person asked why, so I'm like, "Now you'll never know." <laughs> um, it's because of my dog. My dog eats that. Do you guys know that's a thing that you can buy at the dog store? It's called a bully stick. It should just be called a bull penis. And they have many of them. They have many, many, many of them. Which I think, like, aren't bulls, don't you have to have those around so you can make other cows and bull? Like, so how many, how, and they're very narrow, so somebody's job is to slice it. Um, this, why are you going like, ah? Oh, I mean, it's, it, it's not that gross. Do you eat, do you eat animals? You don't eat the penis? Yeah, you do. <laughs> if you think you don't, have you ever had a hot dog? You eat the bull penis. Absolutely you do. <laughs> of course you do. That's part of He's like, no, I just eat the McNugget. I eat the McNugget part of it. I'm not eating an animal's penis. <laughs> That's all penises. And sawdust. That's what a McNugget is. <laughs> Which is why I'm a vegetarian. Get those penises out of here, you know? <laughs> but I just feel like that's where, like, because it was just in my car, and then I was valeting my uh, car uh, to come up here. I, God, I sound like I'm the worst right now. I'm sorry I said the word valet, but I, somebody had to park. I, a man, I paid him. <laughs> There was like a bull penis on the console because I had to take my dog to the vet. And I was like, I think you can't leave this if you're, you can't be like, good day, sir. And then he goes out on like a Ferris Bueller type joyride with my Honda CRV and is like, ha, ah, this woman doesn't even know what hit her until then she, he's like, what's this? And then it's just, you know, dried flesh. So I took it and I put it in my briefcase. Um, which is made of leather, so there's kind of an irony in that. Um, 
because, you know, penis is inside the cow. Um, but anyway, this is just where I'm at in my life. I guess I just, it's been a big year for me. 32, I uh, got a TV, and I carry around bull penises. Like, it doesn't that, that's what adulthood feels like to me. Like, I don't own anything yet except for, like, that TV and that bull penis. I don't have, like, a house. I don't have kids. I don't think I will for a while because I'm going to have to save up to purchase them. Um, but... <laughs> I do feel like the most adult I've ever felt because for a really long time I've been against owning things and slept on just a bare floor, uh, not the not a bare not a I mean a floor with nothing, and then I slept on that just to be like hey, I'm an artist. I will not own a thing that goes on this floor. Um, so you guys, look at the shift in my life this year. Just from a from just a just a just a. Novelty-sized children's NASCAR sleeping bag that I got because it was funnier than a regular sleeping bag, even though it didn't pull up all the way. And I didn't check that in the store. I was like, I'll take this tiny, hilarious one. And it came halfway up my body. But the joke, I laughed about it every night while I slept on the floor. In just one short year, from that straight to the top. You guys are wonderful. I love you, and you're going to love this show. I got a ton of buddies on this show tonight. You know, sometimes it's like comics I respect, but I'm not super good pals with, but I really like everybody on this show, and like a, and like a let's get, you know, let's, let's hang out and watch movies on my, uh, on my TV that connects to the internet. Um, and so we could even Yahoo things or whatever. Is that, what's that? Um, <laughs> this first, this first comic, she's amazing. You know her from the Kroll show. You know her, she's been on Saturday Night Live. She, uh, she's murdered sell the shell shoes on also. Uh, let's hear it right now for the very funny Jenny Slate, guys. Give it up for Jenny Slate. Carmen San Diego, everyone. Cameron Esposito. What a funny person. I love that. I was the person who was ruining all of her jokes by laughing so hard back there. I didn't ruin any of them. They were, they were perfect. No one heard me. Um, I'm going to go to bed, but thank you so much for being here. Um, I'm just going to sit on this and wait to die. Um, hi, everybody. How do you feel tonight? Me too. I feel interesting. Um, I feel interesting. I'm not saying that I'm going to be that way. I'll tell you what. Um, I'll tell you what scares me about this show is that there are like a lot of things that are written down um, there. It's so hard for me as a person in any situation to speak for less than 49 minutes. And um, I don't even know. Like, I don't even know if I should like set something up or blah, blah. And then, um, or blah, blah, as you know. And... Um, <laughs> And then on top of that, I was I was commenting backstage that today I decided to not um, smoke marijuana, and I'll tell you, I can't tell if I am awake or asleep. Like I'm like <laughs> I am like so clear, or am I like dead and I'm like a ghost? Uh, I don't know. Recently, what? <laughs> recently, my husband was like. Okay, oh yeah, like I'm like married. I like honk down like every day on that. Um, it's not a big deal, but um. <laughs> um. 
um, God, what was I? Oh, yeah. So my husband was like, well, what do you want to do? And I was like, I just thought, I thought about it for uh, the normal, like the normal time. And someone's like, what do you want to do? And then you're like, I don't know. Let's, um, <laughs> like, go outside or what any, any human does. Um, and he was like, what do you want to do? And then the next thing I heard was like, Jenny. And I was like, what? And he was like, you've been staring directly out the door for like 10 seconds. You know, it was just like a long, just like chill, like a chill smear where like your gaze becomes just like a smear, like a smear down. And then so today I was like, no, you know what? I, you know, it's... um." Tuesday and I don't need to do that because yesterday I I definitely did it and the weekend was a, you know a complete cloud so um, I'm gonna just you know be very you know I'm gonna fold the laundry and and uh, and not do that and then by three thirty I was like oh my god chill out man like I was just like freaked out and like. <laughs> Drew like a lukewarm bath and just like slipped into it. This is like. <laughs> My name is Jenny. Um, J E N N Y. It is not Jennifer because I am from Boston and. Um, my mom thought that if she named me Jennifer, that people would call me Jennifer, and she doesn't like that because she's snobby. Um, <clears throat> so it's just Jenny. Other facts are that I am a Jewish-American woman. You're like, no dur about that. <clears throat> tell us uh, some comedy. Don't just tell us the news, okay? <laughs> right? We can read the paper, and the paper is your face is what I think you think about me. But that's fine. That's fine. My husband's from Virginia. Um, the first time I went there, everyone was like, what kind of face do you have? Are you a witch? Are you black? Oh. And I was like, you'll see. <laughs> That's my vibe with my husband's family. I'm always just like, <laughs> so fucking scary. Just kidding. I try to win everything. I try to win everything against the other sisters in law. That's not true. That's not true. Uh, it's not on the list either. So that was a squeaker that got out. <laughs> a little bit of <laughs> my personal truth. <laughs> um, what other things can I tell you about me before I have to leave? I feel like it's I like I have to leave in like one second. I'm so scared. Um, I don't ever want to leave. Everyone come with me into my Uber after this because I, <laughs> even though I didn't do drugs, I got here like an hour earlier. Went to the bar down the street, had like 90 beers, and then realized I'd forgotten my wallet because I can't do anything when I don't have what I need. Um, but <laughs> I, my name, I did it. Okay, I am also okay. Yeah, I'm from a haunted house in Massachusetts. <laughs> You get that. Um, my parents are a potter and a poet, so that's been chill for me. Um, <laughs> forever. That's been cool. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, I hate when people are like, I'm weird. Like, I'm just like weird. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm weird. I don't know. Like, I was like a dork in school. Like, I'm weird. And you're just like... <sighs> 
Like, if you were weird, you wouldn't have to say it, you know? Like, you're boring and plain, and you don't know what to do, and that's why you just said that in front of all of us. You need to go to bed and come up with an idea tomorrow. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, uh, my parents... I. They are interesting people, and they didn't make for, like... They didn't give us a lot when we they pushed us out into the world. Like, for example, I was the only child in my school whose clothes were, like, exclusively bartered for at traveling crafts fairs. <laughs> I didn't know, but that was even... There is the light. I mean, I mean, what could I possibly say? The light. Okay, fine. Um... <laughs> What could I possibly say? What's that about? What's my voice? What is my voice? I'd like us all to talk about that right now. Who am I to you? Um, everyone write a 10-page essay. I, uh, I forget what I was saying. Yeah, okay, right. I would go to school. Like, one of the things that I got at the crafts fair that my mom traded some of her pottery for. For real. I, like, begged for it. Um, my, other, my sisters were like, we don't want anything like we would love to have Doritos in our home like if uh, possible um that's never gonna happen like my mom doesn't even know who Julia Roberts is it's just like not gonna happen um but I was like may I please have the denim cape I like really wanted this <laughs> denim cape and I wore it to school every day with like a fucking hummus yarmulke <laughs> And just, like, a fucking a birdcage. And then just, like, over my no titties and teeny tiny baby pussy was just, like, Joan Didion lyrics that my mom painted on every morning. Like, it was, like, <laughs> nothing. And I would just, I, I like, and I tell this, I think it's one of my strengths is that I'm, like, why don't we all be best friends? I like that. I like to chill. And, like, that's not cool for young kids because sometimes they're, like, vicious. Like, they have claws in their souls. They're so mean. <laughs> Uh, and I would, like, go to school and be like, Hey, everyone. Have you ever been weaving on your family loom? And... <laughs> and you realize that the piece that you are creating is uh, too big to be a placemat at the family feast table and too small to be a doormat at the dwelling door to your home? And everyone would be like... You're out of here, Jew! Uh, I, I think I have, like, one minute left, so the, the one thing I want to say is that my mom is... Uh, my dad's, like, a... My mom's, like, a very stern woman, and my dad's, like, a very sensitive woman. Um, my mom, like, scared the shit out of me, like, forever until I realized that all that we need to do is be chill all the time, <laughs> and that she's wrong. Um, but um, my mom, like, her main fear, which is, like, a little valid, because it was a bad thing, but is that, like, the Holocaust is going to happen again? And she was, like, wouldn't... Even though we lived in a haunted house in the middle of the woods, would not let us put our menorahs in the window because she was, like, afraid that we were going to get, like, like crystal knocked it, if anybody knows what that okay, means. Just, like, a rock through the window because we lit those lights. Um, and my dad... Um, had like a day job and he worked at a computer company called Wang. Um, they also provided him with a nightgown that said Wang on it and he wore it every day of my childhood. Um, but we had to go to the Christmas party and my mom was just like, oh, like she was so, my mom's voice in my head is like, oh, like it's just like a terrible, just like you're going to be sacrificed groan, like my bull. And um, she was like, girls. <laughs> 
shampoo and you go and sit on the legs of the Sinterklaas. And he asks you, what do you want? Just say, give it to charity. She dressed us in like all plaid with like a plaid veil, you know, like over our faces and was just like so afraid that Santa was going to be like, what do you want for Christmas? And that we were going to be like, just get like a weird, like wet pussy, grow like a six inch long penny sniffer and just be like, I'm a I think I've earned my marijuana for tonight. Good night. Happy holidays. Jenny Slate, guys. Let's hear for Jenny Slate. She is amazing. She is amazing and hilarious. Hey, we're going to keep the show right on rolling. Now, this next uh, gentleman is his first time on the show. We're always so welcoming to people when it's their first time on the show. Am I right? So let's hear it right now for the hilarious Grant Pardee. Guys, get up for Grant. Come on. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thanks for dressing up. Thank you. I appreciate it. Very good. Um, so uh, distinguishing between uh, fantasy and reality, I've noticed, is not like my strong suit. Um, here's like uh, one of my resolutions for next year is to stop doing this thing. Uh, I'll find myself in the middle of a story telling friends and I have to stop myself like, uh, wait a minute, sorry, that didn't happen to me. That was just an episode of Full House that I watched. <laughs> I, keep, I keep having a hard time distinguishing my TV memories from my real memories. You know what I mean? Like there's some things that I know happened for sure. Like I do remember taking uh, Topanga to prom. That part happened. <laughs> Lost my virginity to Winnie Cooper. That was a good memory. It was a two-parter. <laughs> but it affects yourself as an adult, you know? I don't think it, like, makes you, like, a very healthy person, you know? Like, because then in dating, you have unrealistic expectations, you know? Because you expect every girl that you meet to be a Tia in the streets and a Tamara between the sheets. <laughs> That was a very adorable joke. I'm a very adorable person. One thing that you guys should know about me is that I'm not a real person. Um, I am uh, not an adult. Uh, I don't know why I've just been able to like be mistaken for like an adult. I don't feel like one at all. Like I feel like I'm just like you know how it's like uh, like three puppies stacked on top of each other in like a trench coat, like a top hat. I want to make a deposit, please. Woof, 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 woof. <laughs> Sir. Are you, in fact, just three adorable puppies in an adorable little man costume? Ugh, you caught me! <laughs> I'm not. I'm just, I'm just like a bunch of gifts and like a couple favorite movie lists. That's like who I am. You know? Like, I think you probably tell just by looking at me that I have like really eclectic music taste. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I, uh, so I, you know, I, I like some cool, you know, I like, uh, like M83, I like that guy, M83, you know, uh, but I also like the B-52s, you know, I feel like they should join forces, form like a super group, call themselves, uh, Strong Password, I think, uh, <laughs> hashtag, what'd he say? What'd he say? <laughs> what did I say? 
I wish uh, that um, blogs were around when uh, Jim Morrison was alive. Because then maybe he would have never made any music. Ooh. Ooh, it's getting a little warm in here. Get a little roasty. We're going to light the night on fire. We don't want any hippies around here, you guys. We don't want any hippies. Get out of here, hippies. Get out of here. <laughs> it's cold. I feel like I'm thriving in this weather. How do you guys feel about how I look? Amazing, right? Thank you. You guys look really good, too, as I already mentioned. Um, uh, still, though, I'm seeing this crime uh, yet again. I uh, just want to give a big uh, shout-out. Thank you very much, grown men wearing sandals in public. <laughs> For ruining the day of every person that sees you. If you're a grown man and you want to wear sandals, you, you, you're obviously a sociopath. You just want people to suffer, I feel. It's like, you got to deal with this. It. yellow. I feel like that's the same kind of person that's not that far away from wearing a fedora recreationally. Talks to you about what they saw on Reddit the other day. Yo, bro, Reddit, we're all there. We're all there. Honestly, I feel like my worst fear in life is to find out that I've accidentally been wearing a fedora this whole time. What? No! I'm not a very smart guy. I'm pretty dumb. Any dumb people here? <laughs> Let's hang out. Um, not very smart. Uh, but I feel like, I, I don't feel like that should be like something that I should be that should be like used to judge me, you know? Like it's just cuz like just cuz I don't have like a big vocabulary doesn't mean that I can't, you know, whatever. Like fuck that, you know? <laughs> like that's stupid. Honestly, it's fucking horseshit. Hashtag what's up? <laughs> I like to carry the mic like a little baby sometimes cuz um wish I had a baby. Someday, I'm gonna find a woman. I'm gonna give me a baby. They're giving the flu shot at work. <laughs> they're giving me. They're giving the flu shot at work, and I was like, uh, "You guys are gonna have to give me that flu shot in both arms, because these arms are both sick, bro." Huh? <laughs> Come on! Come on! These are silly jokes. Is there anything more behind the man? No. I just like to write silly jokes. I wrote a joke, and this is one of my nephew's favorite jokes. Here's a joke that I wrote for my nephew. It's kind of an adorable joke. Uh, you guys, I'm not sure that there is a uh, KKK in Mexico, but if there is, they're probably like, what, what, what? <laughs> my nephew's five years old, loves that joke. What is wrong with my nephew? Don't know. It's called The Legend of Zelda, but from her perspective, it's like, well, I was in one room, and then a guy came in, and then I was in a different room, and then another guy came in, and then I went back to the first room. <laughs> it's not that interesting from Zelda's perspective. It should be called The Legend of Link. Right? What I'm trying to say to you is I think Nintendo hates women. Down with Nintendo! <laughs> you guys are like, no, we like Nintendo. <laughs> But I like that, and I respect that, because obviously I like Nintendo. I'm obviously being very silly. But I have a lot of friends that, uh, that take things like Nintendo, Xbox, PlayStation, app. They take these things very seriously, and they kind of like assign parts of their identity to what brands they like, you know? 
I think that's really weird, but I like doing that too. I just like to do it about brands that don't matter. You know, like I like to get really fired up and be like, you know what? Fuck everything. Fuck society. CVS over everything. <laughs> Ain't nobody talk about Walgreens, bro. Ain't nobody talk about Walgreens, bro. Who the fuck said right? Get the fuck out of here. As I was saying, they give you extra care. That's extra care, man. <laughs> CVS, they're like heaven's commissary, man. They got everything. <laughs> Nobody cares about CVS. I think that's very fun to get. But see, that's the thing about brands, man. You gotta love your own brand before you can love another brand, you know? <laughs> These are the things that matter, I think. These are the things that make everything worth it. I was, uh, I was at a concert recently, you know, because I'm a very fun guy. <laughs> right? We've established that. But... I was at a concert, and I did that thing that all fun guys do at concerts. I started uh, doing this. I just went to, one more song, one more song, one more song. I was that guy doing that. But uh, I did that after the band was like, okay, we're going to play two more songs. Okay. You guys know that game, um, uh, Mary Fuck Kill? Fuck Mary Kill. You guys know that game? Yeah, it's a pretty fun game. Well, uh, I, uh, I didn't want to say it before, but uh, I've been playing this game the whole time I've been out here. Yeah. Um, so, and I think I decided. <clears throat> uh, Mary, uh, all my jokes. Yeah. Fuck everybody. Kill myself. Thanks very much, everybody. Enjoy the rest of the show. Genuinely, a uh, mildly disheartening way to leave the stage. I want to kill myself. Good night, <laughs> guys. One more time for Grant, who was amazing. He was amazing. My shoe is untied. Um, okay, so can anybody? Here's what's happening. Um, my, I'm just gonna mic this. Um, my uh, fiance is out of town. I'm scared of everything. Scared of everything. I can't sleep. I haven't been able to sleep my entire life uh, because of murderers. I assume that they are in the corners of my room where they would be. <laughs> Whenever I wake up in the middle of the night, I was like, oh, corners, corners. Oh, nobody's there. Like I don't know why I don't assume they wouldn't just be directly over me. <laughs> the corners are the scariest part. That's why I sleep with. Well, from my fear of murderers, that's why I sleep with one pillow on my chest and two on the sides. Making a fortress of pillows. Here's why. How long is the average knife? About six inches. How far deep is a pillow? I don't know, three inches. So how many inches is it going to go into me? Three? You could live from that. Six inches, that's through and through. You're done! I like that in my plan, the murderer wouldn't just be like, oh. And again! Like, I feel like they, they were just like, oh, a pillow. Forget it. <laughs> Out the window. Um, been scared of murders my whole life because I can't see. I have terrible vision. I've never been able to see. When I was a little kid, I had crossed eyes. I had, like, double vision. Things were very scary. I walked into many open doors. Um, that's what happens when you have double vision. Sometimes a door is open at you. Do you know what I mean? Like, now imagine the times in your life where you've, like, walked into something. Now, what if that was the, literally the thinnest possible thing you could walk into? 
Think about an open door. There's wall here. You could totally walk into the wall, and that would be embarrassing, but you'd have to be, like, talking to somebody, gesticulating wildly, like, blah, 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 and then you just walk into a wall. We've all done that. Now, there's also an open door, which most people could clear pretty easily. Not a little cross-eyed Esposito, just swoop, and then right in the middle. Right in the middle. Right in the middle. Never been able to see... So I assume that there are scary things at night, especially because the darkness adds an additional element of unseeing that is the opposite of light. And um, one thing I've been doing to sort of make myself sleep better while my fiance is out of town is looking up still photographs from the television show American Horror Story. (laughs) Because... I'm a terrible glutton for punishment. She started watching it on our TV before she left, and then now when I open Netflix, it just shows me right there, recently watched. And I always want to watch it too because I love to think of scary things. I love to like imagine, I think I also have like a really overactive imagination. So even just the poster for American Horror Story, I'm like, oh my God, they're in latex? (laughs) This show is crazy. Uh, That's not what the show is about. But, um... Anyway, so I had to look up all of the a summary of every episode. Then I had to cross-reference with the actors that are in the show and to look up images of them wearing their costumes. This is where I got tripped up. Because I've been doing this same process for years. Because if I watch the thing, I can't watch the thing. There's only two ways I can watch scary things. One is while pretending I'm watching something else. To myself. Like, if I'm, like, in a hotel room by myself, I'm like, oh, this is a great episode of How I Met Your Mother. And then, like, I flick right back, like, ooh, seven. But, like, I pretend. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Where you're like, oh, it's gonna... Oh, the hit, it's in the box! You know, but then you're like... I've never seen an episode of How You Met Your Mother. I don't even know why I said that. I have seen all of seven, but, like, over a matter of my lifetime. Um, anyway, um... This is how I got tripped up because I've been. This has been my method for a bunch of years. Uh, you know, on my phone, when I Google image, now I'm getting gifs, gifs. How do you say it? Gifs. How do you say it? Gifs. Yeah, exactly. Go fuck yourselves. You can say it however. You can say it however. Who cares? Why do we have a word that you don't know how to say? Us. It's like I live in Los Feliz here in Los Angeles with other people who will tell me it's Los Feliz and I say, who the fuck are you? Get out of my house in Los Feliz! Um, anyway, so gifs are gifs. You don't know when they're coming. Here you think you're just Google imaging whatever happens to Chloe Sevigny in the second series of American Horror Story and then suddenly she's a scary monster with moving arms! This is why in 2014 I am taking down GIFs. Or GIFs. Um, I am, we are starting a petition, you and me, and it will be an animated petition. But (laughs) you can check the box. Stop it. Um, Those are the options. The options are sure, okay, and stop it. It's just one of those things. Those are two check boxes. Does that look like check boxes or am I holding two circles directly in front of my breasts? Um, 
Okay. So, um, in conclusion, this has been a great debate, and I want to thank my opponent for bringing up a ton of excellent points about capital punishment. Thank you. That was the worst debate about capital punishment. But really, uh, let's stop having gifs. They're fucking up my need to know what happens to Zachary Quinto. Okay. Is he scary? Did you, have you seen it? Have you seen No idea. You, do you even know who that is? Yeah, supportive guy. <laughs> who cares what I'm talking about? It's Spock. Uh, he's Spock. He's Spock from the new Spock, you know, from the old spock and the old, uh, he goes in the pew-pew up in the sky. Um, he's Spock in that, yeah. Also, uh, homosexual. And so, what's up, dude? Way to be a rock in your open homosexuality and still playing characters that can't love anybody slash or murder everyone. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? We're so close. It's like, oh, a handsome, openly gay actor. Oh, he's always the guy that's terrible. Got it. Hey, we're going to keep the show rolling, um, but I have been amazing during this portion of the show. (laughs) I have been amazing. Um, Just really good hand movement for the Starship Enterprise, or whatever that's called. Uh... So great on that. And we're going to keep the show rolling with a cow. She's, she is uh, down visiting us from San Francisco. We're so happy to have her on the show tonight. Let's hear it right now for Marcella Arguela, guys. Give it up for Marcella. Come on. Give it up for Cameron Esposito, right? Come on. Come on. What up, UCB? My name is Marcella. Uh, let's just get this shit out of the way. I'm 6'2", all right? <laughs> I don't want to be asked any questions. I wear a size 13 shoe. Just get over it, all right? Uh, I'm just very tall for a woman. Uh, I don't play basketball. I don't play volleyball. I'm not a model. And since I have everybody's attention, just want to let you all know the tops of your refrigerators are fucking disgusting. (laughs) Clean them! I had a kid run up to me. He just runs right up to me on the street, and he goes, She's big! So I looked at him and I said, oh, honey, actually, I'm tall. Your mother is big. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck that kid. No manners. And ever since I was a little girl, I've been called a giraffe. Oh, I'm glad you found that funny. Because it really offends me as a proud giraffe-american... Oh, that was dumb as hell. Oh, shit, I'm sorry. Um... So there's that. I, uh, you know, Cameron was talking about I, I when I, when I was looking for spots to live in LA, uh, I, I did look in Los Feliz. I looked all over, and then I realized every time I looked around, there was somebody trying to correct me. It's pronounced Los Feliz. <laughs> it's pronounced Los Feliz. I'm Latina, guys. It's pronounced Los Feliz. All right, white people. Just because you can't say it. <laughs> doesn't mean the pronunciation magically changes. Not for me, it doesn't. We gave you Los Angeles. What more do you want? <laughs> Shit. Uh, and you know, when, uh, I remember I went to the, the farmer's market in Westwood. Has anyone ever been to the farmer's market in Westwood? Okay, I went not too long ago, and I was just minding my own business, checking some strawberries. And there, there's a DJ, and as soon as he lay, laid eyes on me, he changes a song to Skilo's I Wish... 
gets on the mic, he points at me, and he goes, I wish I was like five foot 12. <laughs> and before I could respond appropriately, I was like, why the fuck is there a DJ at the farmer's market, Westwood? The fuck? Fucking everything up. That's that LA shit. I don't know, man. Um, I, uh... So I'm originally uh, from Northern California. I'm actually from Modesto, California. Um, oh, shit. Oh, my God. Wow. Wow, that was a great response. Usually people throw shit at me. <laughs> and for those who don't know, Modesto is Spanish for methamphetamine. Um, it's terrible. Uh, I, I love it, though. I'm, I'm proud of you from the 209. And uh, all my family's there. I was actually telling somebody here recently, like, I'm from Modesto. Like I said, I get fl- I do. I get flack when I tell people I'm from there. And for those that don't know, Modesto is like a smallish suburban town in northern central valley of California. So I was telling a guy uh, about it, and he was, he was here, here, here in L.A., and he was just like, ugh. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> so naturally, I was like, well, sir, where are you from? He's all Bakersfield. <laughs> Like, that's the same shit, dude. <laughs> and my parents achieved the Latino American dream a couple years ago when they hired a white gardener. <laughs> oh, that was great that you guys laughed because some of these white boys are like, that ain't a thing. That's called a landscaper. No, no! He's white trash. We give him $20. He's a gardener. Uh... So, uh, when I was visiting home in October, I had a couple of really terrible things happen to me. Uh, the first was, uh, I dropped my phone in the pool. Oh, fuck. That was awful, right? And, uh, I was like, it was 7.30 in the morning, okay? I was being a good-ass daughter, just cleaning the pool for my parents. And I heard, bloop, and I go, no! <laughs> That's 7.30, you have to jump, you have to jump in and get that shit, right? <laughs> Nothing else matters. <laughs> I was butt-ass naked afterwards. It was fucking sopping wet. And, uh, but you guys, my iPhone, put it in the rice for 48 hours, and it still works. There's hope, God. There's God gave us hope with that shit. So if you guys don't think so, I left it in there for 40 hours, and it still works. Takes really shitty pictures. I don't care. I can tell to take a selfie. I don't care. That's all that matters. So the second thing that happened uh, in October was um, my dad passed away. And uh, if I want to tell you guys anything, please stop smoking. Um, because you don't need that cigarette as much now as your family's going to need you one day. And um, it's hard for me, man. So uh, I want to talk about it because everything I am is because of my dad. The way I look, how I talk, the fact that I'm funny, all that shit. It's my dad. And uh, it's hard because I know a lot of us we have t- tough relationships with our parents, tumultuous relationships with our parents, and I did with my dad. And so I, I try to remember all the good shit, all the good stories. And uh, I'll never forget when my sister and I, we were like five or six, and my dad was a character. And uh, back in the 80s, he had that stupid mustache that every dad had, right? <laughs> Tom Selleck bullshit mustache. <laughs> And my dad had that mustache, and that's how we knew my dad. Uh, and so one day we woke up, 
And he had shaved it off. And my, my, my sister and I, we saw him. And we were just little girls. And we saw him. And we go, you know, Bobby, where's your mustache? And him being the character, he's like, what? What? I don't know. It must have just crawled off my face. So my sister and I spent the entire fucking day looking for that mustache. I remember having nightmares of a mustache just crawling across the room. So I try to, I try to remember all that good shit. And I actually had somebody at the day of the funeral, uh, you know, we had a little party afterwards at the house. You know, that's what my dad would have enjoyed. And so somebody goes, yo, Marcel, let's pour a little out for your dad. I was like, you must not know my dad very well. He would be fucking pissed if he saw me wa- wasting alcohol. He'd be like, puta Marcela, ¿qué estás haciendo? Los muertos están aquí. We're here. Come on, we got to drink that. Why you waste that money right there? So, so that was my dad. <laughs> um, so I just... I, I like to talk about them now because, I mean, whatever. That's all I think about. So, uh, so thank you for letting me share that story. And um, uh, uh, in conclusion, as Cameron would say, uh, <laughs> I wanted to... Uh, did you guys watch The Sound of Music live? I watched it. I wanted to watch it. I, first of all, the singing was great. The acting, all right, whatever. But whatever. I, I, I loved it. I, loved, I missed the theater. And um, my friend and I, a couple years ago, we wrote a song... Uh, about San Francisco and so I'm going to share that with you guys tonight so uh, here we go, maybe you'll recognize the tune Uh, here we go strip clubs on Geary and whiskers on trannies prostitute midgets with oversized fannies gay men in hotels all tied up with strings these are a few of my favorite things cream colored crackheads eating fun noodles Ironically dressed hipsters walking their poodles. Dive bars with patrons all tattooed with wings. These are a few of my favorite things. Boys in short dresses with sparkles and slashes. Pollution that stays on my nose and eyelashes. Crazy old hobos with feces to fling. These are a few of my favorite things. When my Botox fades, when my latte's cold, when I'm feeling sad. I simply remember shitty San Francisco, and then I don't feel so bad. Thank you very much. Keep it on for camera, everybody. That was amazing. I don't think we've had like an acapella rundown at the end of a set before. That was amazing. And also uh, for being a real human being on stage. Can we hear it one more time for Marcella? That is literally the hardest thing you could uh, ever try to achieve as a comic is to be a real human person and share your life with people. So that was real like amazing. And, and uh, thanks to her for that. Uh, and also... Wow, you know, I just that I feel I already felt that, and that's really good. Are you guys okay? Yeah, we're like having a moment. How are you doing, sir? You seem like you're doing great. Yeah, what was your day like? Ordinary. Ordinary. What did you do? Did you work? Do you work? What do you do for a living? You're a photographer. 
Do you see how I got my angle? I know my angle. Um, <laughs> I'm good with my angle. What do you sh what do you shoot? News? You don't hear that. You shoot news? You're a news photographer? S still images? Wow. I thought they just got that all from the moving pictures. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, what did you... Did you shoot something today? No. Nah. But you were at work? So... Okay. Anything could have happened. <laughs> Yeah, he's sharing his life and being cool. Yes, 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 yes. Why are you shaking your head? Are you? Because he just got back from like 12 days partying in Brazil. He can tell you that. <laughs> Wait, can I ask you a question? Why are you telling me that? Who are, who are you guys to each other? Friends. And are you, were you, were you pretty pissed that you didn't get to go to Brazil? I don't know. You think he could have told you something more exciting? No, hey, what's more exciting than the Somebody was like, I'm a weather photographer in Los Angeles. Sometimes I get the raindrop. Uh, wow, Brazil, huh? Brazil, I don't know what I'm saying. Um, that's cool, my little sister's gonna go to Brazil like next week. So do you have any tips or tricks? Yeah, or to say to my sister, good gravy, what were you going to suggest? Sir, she is my little sister. Oh, this guy. News photographers, am I right? Get them to South America and they're crazy. Yeah. What were you doing during the last 12 days? Do you have anything cool in your life going on? You got that hat, which is funky fresh. Uh, what? Stand up and voiceover stuff. Oh, you do stand-up comedy jokes out of your mouth? That's yeah. good, yes. <laughs> voiceover? What, uh, do, what, do, what do you... <laughs> um, what do you voiceover? Cartoons, mostly. Cartoons, mostly. <laughs> Terrific. Yeah. Uh, what was the wackiest thing you've been? A purple badger. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm doing some uh, voiceover stuff, and I had to go in for. Um, I had to go read for a part that I can't believe I didn't get. Um, only because the title of the character was Magical Flying Princess Ponyhead. <laughs> and when I read the, like, I didn't even. I just was like, I'm not even looking at the script. <laughs> That's how I feel about myself. Like, I can't tell you if I like no. I would never have been. If somebody was like, "What? How would you describe yourself?" I would never have said that. But once I read it, I was like, "Are you saying me to me?" Like it was crazy. <laughs> Magical flying princess pony Yeah. I just showed up and I was like, "Hello." <laughs> I'm here to do the thing. But uh, somebody else is living that dream. Oh, well. 
Oh, man, we're going to keep the show rolling. Uh, great, great comic coming up next. So happy every time he does the show. He, uh, he, you can see him on the Pete Holmes Show on TBS, uh, or you can hear his podcast, which is called We Watch Wrestling. Uh, I looked down there. Um, and his name is Matt MacArthur. He's a very funny man. Let's hear it right now from Matt MacArthur. Tremendously exciting, isn't it? <laughs> Here's what I don't understand. Here's what I don't get. Help me out, guys. This girl in the Wendy's commercials. <laughs> What's the deal? <laughs> And, and I, don't, I don't mean that in like a retro, hacky, 1980s, observational humor way. Seriously, what the fuck is this girl's deal? First of all, she's not Wendy. It's not Wendy. We know it's not Wendy. And Wendy's has acknowledged it's not Wendy because there are commercials with Wendy. So who's this fucking lunatic? She's not Wendy, but she eats Wendy's every fucking day. <laughs> now, what is she thinking? Because everybody knows that Wendy's is the one that has the picture of Wendy, the little girl with red hair, which I grew up a redhead. I can understand the affinity for, like... Somebody like you. <laughs> but here's the other weird part. Not only is she not Wendy, she's not a redhead. Okay? That should be getting bigger laughs because I know. And not in a weird, perverted, like, fuck you, I'm in a frat, curtains, carpet, mm, way. <laughs> In a, I am the uh, Louis Farrakhan of redheads, and she might as well be wearing blackface, as far as I'm concerned, okay? 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 So what's her deal? And then what does it boil down to? She doesn't just like eating these burgers. I've also never seen her even take a bite of one. She just sits there, staring at them, and then bullying her friends. That's her whole thing. She's a hamburger bully. She eats Wendy's hamburgers every day of her fake redheaded life and then sees what her friends and coworkers are eating and goes, <sighs> Okay. Fake eating. So, um, we need to stop her. <laughs> and you're the man to do it. <laughs> okay, I'm better. I'm doing other stuff. Um, I, he, he, all right, do, do you know this? Um, Ryan Gosling, he's, a, he's our friend, right? He's, <laughs> He, he apparently, according to the internet, he goes around 
Los Angeles breaking up fights. True or false? True? Yeah. Uh, uh, 100% true. <laughs> Here's my question. Who breaks up the fight if someone's beating up Ryan Gosling? <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. So there I am, I'm in the middle of the street, just beating the shit out of Ryan Gosling. I look across the street, and I see Ryan Reynolds just standing there, doing nothing. Frankly, looked like he was kind of happy about it. So then I, like, start shouting, Are you going to do anything? And then he goes, Ryan Reynolds goes, like, did you hear that? No, like the, and like, that's with a microphone. I heard him across the street. At this point, like, I am kicking the gorgeous off of Ryan Gosling's face. And then Ryan Reynolds turns, and I'm like, are you seriously walking away, right? And then he walked away. And then... I, I like, I'm like, I pick up Ryan Gosling. I'm like, I, that is so fucked up, dude. What the fuck? So that's the kind of guy you're dealing with when you're dealing with Ryan Reynolds. So like, think about that. Next time you go see like a Green Lantern movie or a movie where someone's a waiter. What about that Joseph Gordon-Levitt? He's okay, right? Right? Indecisive. <laughs> He's got a great police name. Right? Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He has a wonderful police name. Like, if the police were to... Like, Joseph Gordon-Levitt! If the police were to get back together and write a song... Joseph Gordon-Levitt! To sum up this, our American pop culture... Joseph Gordon-Levitt! In... The, and it would have to be Sting and the Police. Joseph Gordon-Levitt! Even though I hate when people say Sting and the Police, but it's Joseph Gordon-Levitt! But it couldn't be Sting now. It would have to be Sting and the Police. Because if it was just solo Sting, it would be terrible. He'd be like, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I just drowned in my soup. I am so bored. Fuck. Joseph Gordon-Levitt! This is Juzu Gorlava. We're back in. Juzu Gorlava. Cho, cho, cho. Go, go, go. Levi wants to come on you. Cho, cho, cho. Go, go, go. Then he wants to cuddle to Ocho. Gorlava. I should leave. I'm going to leave. That's my sting voice. I like doing. Oh, 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 okay. I've been working on my BBC voice. <laughs> he just, edge of his seat. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, because you got... Uh, um, you're watching BBC. BBC, the channel that's on because you just checked into a hotel room. <laughs> you're watching BBC too. Twice as much BBC as BBC can handle. And there's, you're watching BBC Three. 
We sincerely hope that this is a business trip and you didn't decide to go on vacation to England. All right, thank you. I'm Matt McCarthy. You are wonderful. Matt McCarthy, guys. Let's hear it from Matt. Hey, how, the show's been great so far, yes? It's been a great show. We have one comic left. She's awesome. And before I bring her up, I just want to make a couple uh, cool announcements about this show. So, as I said, this is our last show for the year. And then we're back on January 7th for a special uh, two-slot. We're, doing, we're taking two-time slots. We're here uh, for a full two-and-a-half hours as opposed to our usual 75-minute show. Um, and we are doing a big anniversary show on January 7th. Folks that are booked on it, like Kyle Kinane and Paul F. Tompkins and... Um, who else is on it? Ron Funches and Katie Crown and uh, it's just some of our favorite people that we've had on for the entire year and you guys are going to love it so please come back and uh, see that show or if you want to you can go to Laughster which is a website on the internet uh, and for $5 you can watch this show streaming uh, for one time in your house. It's not saved anywhere on the internet. It's just live streaming. You can watch all of these great comics for five bucks, and that money will, will be donated to the L.A. Gay and Lesbian Center. So it's like a really great cause. We're doing some charity stuff to help some folks that are uh, little baby homosexuals. It's going to their, it's going to their, uh, their homeless kids specific uh, department. That's not the word for that. Um, but January 7th, so please come back for that. And hey, Maybe you're listening to this as a podcast, because as I said, this is also distributed as a podcast. Uh, maybe you're listening to this as a podcast and you live in Atlanta. Well, I will be in Atlanta on January 7th through the 12th at the Laughing Skull, and uh, I'm going to try and tape those sets to put them out as an album with a special thing records, who also puts out our podcast. So let's say you live in Atlanta, come to that, and you'll hear uh, great material that is actually material and less France. Um, <laughs> and you can support the show that way. And we'll also be at Sketchfest in San Francisco um, in the last weekend in January, first weekend in February. So please come to that if you live there. So thank you guys for listening. Look, isn't that, isn't that all very exciting stuff? Woo! We're doing it! <laughs> the show is a success! I'm a star! Um... And this next comic, also a star. Uh, she is, oh, we're so happy to have her back. She's been in New York for a bunch of months. She's been writing for uh, Totally Biased with W. Kamal Bell. But she's back here in L.A., and I love her so much. You guys are going to love her. Let's hear right now for Eliza Skinner, guys. Give it up for Eliza. <laughs> hey, how you guys doing? Hey, thank you. Um, uh, what Cameron said was true. Um, she is a star. And, <laughs> and also, I, am, I did just get back from New York. I'm here now. Um, and I'm so excited to be back. Um, I, when I was living in New York, I switched apartments with some friends. So they were living in my place here, and I was living in their place there. And, uh, and I say they because they are a couple, and I am a me. <laughs> and the difference became clear when preparing my apartment for a couple to live in it. And I realized I live like a hillbilly hermit. <laughs> like, I got my eating plate in my drinking cup. <laughs> you eat off the eating plate and you drink out the drinking cup. I also got my looking plate. That's got an owl on it. <laughs> Don't eat off the looking plate. <laughs> <laughs> 
I got had that away. I did. I hid it away. <laughs> Don't sit there. That's the cat sitting place. He get mad at you. It's true. They, and, and the cat knew when I came back. He was very angry. Clearly people had been sitting in his sitting place. We're still dealing with it. People in New York hate L.A. Right? It's so weird. Like, and, I, and every time they would start telling me about it, I'd be like, you get that's my home. Right? Like, you're, like no one walks into someone's home and is like, oh, I could never live here. <laughs> Yuck. Ugh, the people are just so fake. I mean, you know. And I'm like, no, I don't. See, I'm being fake. See, I mind switching on them. Um, LA is, has all kinds of great things and perks. Yay. I had a friend who was in town. I was driving her around Hollywood, showing her all the fast food places and homeless people in wigs. <laughs> And she was like, how come there's so many seagulls in Hollywood? I was like, because dreams are made of garbage. And I threw her violin out the window. I was like, you want fame? You start paying here. I did the whole Debbie Allen speech. I'm not going to do it for you guys here because you're young people. Um, uh, Jenny, uh, eight years ago, was talking about Virginia. I'm from Virginia. Um, I am actually... My mom's from Virginia, and she's from Virginia, and her mom's from Virginia, and her mom's from Virginia, like, goes all the way back. I am descended from Pocahontas. That is true. Nine times out of ten, when I pe- tell somebody that, they go, oh, I see it. <laughs> what do you see? What do you see? Etchings? Do I look, Disney? Do I look, God, I hope so. That would be, that would be wonderful. I love, I am, I, uh, oh, that would be, I have no idea what I look like. Honestly, no idea. I check frequently to be like, was it this? Nope, that wasn't what I was expecting. It's like, never. I am. As a comic, you're supposed to know. You're supposed to be able to be like, you know, one of these guys. Big old snowman in an afro. Like, like that's not, I know it's not that. Um, I have no idea. I'll be like, oh, like a sack of meat with googly eyes. And people are like, that's not it either. Um, I have no idea what it is. It makes dating hard because I'm like, maybe me and you? And they're like, ugh. Or, or they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oop, I picked the wrong one. <laughs> um, I'm like, ah, I gotta figure it out. I no idea. But if it was Disney Princess, that would be great. <laughs> I would love that. I am, I would love to be, I would love to be like one of those girls who just works at the park as a, as a, as a like, princess. I can't be because they have to sign autographs. And I have the handwriting of a drifter who carries a hammer. <laughs> so if a child came up to me and was like, oh, what's her na- your name? Allison. All right. <laughs> there you go. Sleep well. <laughs> I live beneath your sheets. Um, <laughs> no. I am definitely one of those adult Disney people, and I know it, and I know it's weird, and whatever. You guys get me, though, right, SoCal? Yeah, yeah, we all got our season passes. People on the podcast, eat it. I, the first time I went to Disneyland, I was like, 
Okay, I get it, Mickey Mouse. Sell me your bullshit. I get how this works, corporate America. By the end of the day, I'm wearing ears with my name embroidered on the back, crying, watching a light parade. I pointed at it, turned to my friend, and said, Imagination makes things happen. He just looked back at me, pointed at it in a different direction, and said, Chimney sweeps! And then he started crying. What I'm saying is there's drugs in the air there. But they're the drugs alike! Um... I, I recently, I love Disney so much, I recently uh, booked an entire comedy tour just to go to Disney World. <laughs> Dragged two other comics with me. We drove down to Disney World, spent a day in the Magic Kingdom kind of running back and forth like, ah, ah, just like loving it so much. It was all so perfect. Um, and then a day at Epcot. Wow, Epcot, never been before. It's like if a Vegas casino opened a science museum. That's... <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that's what it was going to be, but it was. Um, I learned nothing. Um, halfway through the day, I was like, I guess we're supposed to drink? I think they replaced the rides um, with alcohol here. So um, it was weird, though, being on tour. Having this, we, we just like stayed in like the shittiest motels and stuff. Sh- staying at shitty motels is like, like visiting having sleepovers with friends in elementary school and just finding out how their family works. <laughs> like, oh, in this house, we make coffee on the toilet. <laughs> That's not where I put it in my house. Okay. Time for dinner. Everyone get your lavender mouthwash. What? <laughs> that seems weird. That's how you guys do it? Okay. Um... I am scared of a lot of things. I'm scared of, um, uh, like, my number one fears are... My my number one fear... You can't have more than one. Then it would be, like, my number ones and twos. Um, And that would be a DJ. Um, My number one fear is choking to death in my apartment. Choking. Big fear of choking. A lot of choking fear. Um, I have choked multiple times. I've had the Heimlich maneuver. I'm just bad at eating. I get, like, food... Food comes, and it's like a fever dream, and I'm like, ah! And then I'm like, I wake up, and I'm like, tattered clothes. Like, what did I do? <laughs> Who did I hurt? Um, there's like a waitress crying. Um, I choke a lot on like little tiny bits of things, like, like kale, like a, just like a teeny bit will go down the wrong, the wrong hole. And, uh, and, you know, I'm okay. It's not like I have to get that out, but, but lungs don't digest, right? <laughs> So are my lungs just like couch cushions? <laughs> like there's just like nickels and, and old bits of sandwiches in there, like a battery. That's just something I have to figure out for myself. You guys just watched me go on a little personal journey. I'll figure it out. Um, in closing, as everyone I think has said, in summation of the comedy, I'd like you to all... Donate to my fund. No, that's not where I'm going. Um, in summation, uh, I, I feel like it would be worth it to be killed by a polar bear. <laughs> if I just got to hug it first. <laughs> I'm Eliza Skinner.
Archer, who is out of town in Cleveland. What's up, Rhea? She'll be back in January. We'll see you guys then. Have a great holiday season. Thank you so much for coming out. And please exit quickly. Put your hands together. 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 Get ready to laugh. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Get ready to clap. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. This is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season 3 has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, Season 3 is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Ah, uh, yes. I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. Ah! Oh, Jesus! I mean, Jazos! <laughs> ruler of the Eighth Circle! And that's just the beginning. Season 3 of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.